Uh, I'm going to get waxed. Oh, my gosh. With that, we go to Coach Mac. Coach Mac. <laughs> the West Texas Wonder. Coach Mac, what's up? How are you? Hey, guys. Hey, Don, go over there. You deserve that. Seriously, go over there. Go, <laughs> Thanks, go, Coach go, Mac. Oh, go, go over there, and, and then, uh, Brent, you and Ron Slay, stay right where you are. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Coach Mac, let me tell you this. So, Don, Don gets she gets dolled up to me for every show. <laughs> so today she had eyeliner on and makeup and everything. And she was like, y'all didn't even say nothing. Like, y'all didn't ask what I'm doing or anything. And I said, man, maybe we, 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 we don't ask women that. Maybe, you know, you always look dolled up. You look beautiful every day. So no need to ask that. But the bone I got to pick with her, Coach Mack, and I'm doing this while you're on the line. She didn't okay. ask me, what do I dress in every day, Babs? Oh, you're right. Uh, <laughs> see, Coach Mac, I got jeans and a, and a collar shirt on. He's got a collar shirt on, you know on Coach I mean? Mac. She didn't ask me why I'm dressed <laughs> like this, Coach Mac, and I ain't gonna tell her either. No, don't, 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 don't tell her. But look, there's a reason that you don't comment because Don always looks good. Thank you. I told her that, Coach Mac. Slay looks like a stockbroker. I don't know what's going on over here. <laughs> Y'all are so Slay is a stockbroker. Slay is a stockbroker. Now so I don't Coach- know what he's selling stocks in, but he's a stockbroker. Roofs. So co- cars that ain't got roofs. Coach Mack, we get back from the Army-Navy game. We get in our car. We start. I'm sure all of us, uh, I definitely was. I had to go run some errands for, uh, you know, the spousal unit. And I was right. listening to Titans radio. And you came, I mean, you just blew through this uh, beautifully constructed analogy about a Ford over a rooster. <laughs> hey, guys, look, let, let me just say this. You can't believe my phone has blown up since then. I've been, especially everybody from Texas and, and people from around here going, uh, you know, look, if you've ever been in the country, first of all, in Texas, a lot of people uh, drive Ford pickups, all right? And if you know anything about roosters and chickens, chickens will stay in the yard. But if you're out in the country and you're going down a country road, you turn a corner and you're, you're going down, especially those dirt country roads, there's a rooster in the middle of it. See, roosters can't run very fast, and they can't fly. And plus, roosters roosters think that they can take on anything because they're very territorial. They're no, they're no challenge for a bumper of a Ford truck. I just, I'm telling you that. <laughs> so, if, so if Davenport's driving her, her two rivers Ford out there in West Texas and there's a rooster in the road, you don't try to avoid the rooster and swerve well, and look, mess yourself it, it, up. You like just run right else, over it. You abs- you absolutely try to avoid it, but if you know anything about driving country roads, there's normally bar ditches on each side of the road for drainage. Yes. You know what I'm saying? There are yes. bar ditches. And so you've got to make a choice. It's either bumper and rooster or this truck in a bar ditch. Okay? <laughs> Most of the times, you can replace a rooster a lot cheaper than you can replace a truck. <laughs> PETA, PETA hates our show. PETA hates our show. Uh, I mean, no, that's just life in the nothing, country. It's got nothing to it's got nothing to do with PETA because you're not doing it on purpose. I mean, it's, it's not cruelty to animals. It's <laughs> just, just making a life decision, huh, Coach Mack? Well, it's like hitting a deer. I mean, you know, yeah. nobody tries to hit a deer, but sometimes <laughs> yeah. it just happens. But, you know, in, 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 in West Texas football, I mean, I've many a times, you know, don't be a, a Ford over rooster. You know what that means. You better brace up for a hit. And that shot that Roberson put on that dude, that came oh. to my mind so fast. I love Mike Keith going, Coach Mike, seriously, what did you just say? <laughs> I don't think he still 100% believes that's what they say in West Texas, that maybe you just Well, I that mean, I, that, that, I, I can put him in touch with a lot of people. I've got guys now that <laughs> want to make a T-shirt of a Coach Mac bobblehead driving a Ford truck with a rooster in the road. Listen, Coach Mac, you brought up Roberson, and um, I indirectly did. 
He had three plays on one series where he was all over the field and made every play. I was just like, yes, I've been waiting to see that from that guy. Well, you're you're right, Brent, and it was it was so much it was it was fun to watch, and it was much needed because, you know, we talked on this show last week about the just the necessity of getting our dudes back, and and especially on that defensive front because that is what was the genesis of of all the success that we were having defensively early is that we could rotate guys up front and get real real uh, production out of them run and pass, but you've got to have fresh legs in the National Football League up front because leaning on those big dudes for a whole game, it wears you out, and especially if you're rushing the passer. It just it, it wears you down. That's why the rotation is so important. I was so happy to see that, and it uh, and, and I know that you could just tell. It, it gives juice to the entire defense when that defensive front is, is rolling around. And then, you know, you saw what happened as far as with, you know, the turnovers, which we talked about on this show last week. They must get back to a plus turnover ratio, and they did in this game. Coach Mack, let me ask you this. Yeah. That defense looked like it did earlier before the bye, before the, before the losses, before the bye. They looked like they were flying around with energy. You saw guys like earlier – um, in the season, probably six and seven, you saw guys starting to race to get to the quarterback. That's what it looked like last night. People were racing to get to the quarterback last night. What am I talking about? That's what it looked like Sunday. No, no, no. <laughs> when no guys yeah, were racing look, to get to Ron, him. what you saw was correct, and you, and you can tell the difference in racing to the ball. You know, mm-hmm. we used to call it roll, roll call to the ball. You've got to okay. get there on defense, especially in this league. And, the, you know, not only the fact to stop the initial play, but then you never know what's going to happen when you get there and people start punching it and raking at the ball. And, and a lot of the good things can happen the more defenders you have around the ball. And you're right. I mean, you were seeing the right thing. But you're able to do that if you're able to start generating some negative plays for the offense. And let me just say this. I just got through doing the four interceptions for Microsoft for that beneath-the-surface uh, feature that we do for Titans All Access and broke down mm-hmm. those four interceptions. And on two of them, the beauty of the interceptions were the fact with the disguises and the bogeys that the defense gave Trevor Lawrence early. And so he was completely fooled on two of those interceptions. That I mean, he was completely fooled on the Jayon Brown interception. He was completely fooled on the Buster Screen interception. I mean, he you, people, you guys asked me last week, do you see any progress in him? It's not his fault, but the the defense had Trevor Lawrence so confused he didn't know whether he was foot or horseback out there as that game went on <laughs> and so it was just it was it was a it was a great marriage of front and back end that's right that's exactly what i hope we get to see sunday because Trevor Lawrence had his head on a swivel he could never just sit in the um sit in the pocket and, and look down the field and see exactly what was going on but with that being said this offensive line they're going against against in, in Pittsburgh, they have some things to prove. Like there is they're trying to get they're trying to get some stability and get time for Ben. But if we can get his head on a swivel and him having to move around, ooh, them guys racing to the ball. You talk about takeaways and giveaways, this would be takeaways for sure. Well, now here's the difference, Ron. And I mean okay. every every talk week has its own set its own set of issues. Here's okay. the issue. A rookie quarterback and a 40-year-old veteran, okay? Now, and and here's the thing. The offensive line can be not as good, but the ball comes out quicker because Ben Roethlisberger knows where to go with it. And I tell you, when you look through their games, when Roethlisberger is the most dangerous, 
in these games mm-hmm. is when they go tempo, which is sugar huddle or no huddle, and he can just pick it out and spin it, okay? Because here's one thing that he does know. You're not going to fool him very much with coverage. He has mm-hmm. seen it all. He's seen all the bogeys or the disguises pre-snap, and he knows where to go with it. He's not nearly as mobile as he was when he was brand new, but right. what he can do is he can, he, can, he can find the open area, and believe me, he's still got the arm strength to place it. He's always been a very good location quarterback, and he still throws one of the better deep balls in the National Football League. So this is a completely different story okay. as far yes. as ways you have to affect this quarterback this week as last week. Last week, you are 100% right, Ron. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, he was spinning out there. He really yeah. was, and especially when he, you know, he started turning it over, and all of a sudden, he not only gets a little bit more cautious, but he gets a little bit more uncertain. That uncertainty won't be in Roethlisberger. He's just too much of a veteran. Right. So is, is this more of an inside rush, big Jeff Nico Autry type of get-up-the-field game? They've got to crush the cylinder. They've yeah. got to crush the cylinder on him, and, and it's a good point you bring up, Brent, because he's not going to escape either to his throwing hand or away from his throwing hand. He just doesn't have that mobility that he had when he was brand new. But you've got to crush the cylinder because if they can keep the cylinder clean, and the cylinder for our listeners is the inside shoulder of the offensive tackle to the inside shoulder of the offensive tackle. If they can keep that clean, then he can move up and, and locate you know, open people. And he's got some talented dudes to throw it to. You know, and plus he's got mm-hmm. Najee Harris, guys, who's one of the best pass receiving backs in this league, either out of the backfield as a check down on swing routes or lined up in empty and running routes. And so he will know where to go with it. But if you crush the cylinder, then all of a sudden that takes that vision away. And if you squeeze the edges and don't run way high, he's not going to get away from you on the edges. But he can step up in the pocket by himself an extra oh, my, second and, and, he, he's, and he's, throw the he's ball. He's still really good. At, yes, Brent, he's really good at that. That's why, that's why the no huddle is so good because he's already yeah. back there in the shotgun. And, and, and that way it declares pretty quick for him. But as I said, you know, you're, talking about, you know, a, you're talking about a Hall of Fame quarterback because he's going in the Hall of Fame as soon as he's done playing. Coach Mack with us, presented by Farm Bureau Health Plans. Need great health care coverage at an affordable price. Let Farm Bureau Health Plans coach you through it. They've been protecting Tennesseans since 1947. I mentioned uh, Derek Roberson's three plays, um, and he had more than that, but the three in a row. It seemed like there was always a guy on defense that had like a series of plays, like Danico Autry uh, running around, getting a sack, getting a pressure. Uh, Big Jeff, I think, had an understated game that if you go back, like I went back and watched the game, and, and I, I noticed right. how how – uh, dominant he was, but it just seemed like everybody kind of played well. Well, and that again is the beauty of having numbers up there, right? Because now you've got legs, you've got fresh legs, especially this time of year. And, you know, they did a nice job. Mike Vrabel and his staff did a great job with the open date as far as giving guys active rest and enough, you know, and you could tell that they had fresh legs, but you've got numbers up there. And that's what I, I keep wanting to emphasize. And I said it, you know, before the broadcast, they've got some of their dudes back on defense with the numbers. And so that helps. It not only helps you up front, but it also helps you being able to intersperse different personnel packages in the back end. That's when you can start giving offenses trouble. That's what they were able to do early in the year. I think Buster Screen has been a tremendous addition to this yeah. team. 
you know, because he, he helps as a veteran in a lot of different areas. But you've got to have that defensively. And, guys, you especially have to have numbers defensively in December because you need your defense to travel in December, and you need numbers to do that. Slay and I were talking uh, yesterday about this kind of feels like it's going to be just a heavyweight fight in the middle of the ring with two two heavyweight fighters just throwing blows. And and obviously the, the Titans have had issues uh, on their offensive line in terms of injury. We were talking to Roger Saffold yesterday, and, you know, we kind of told him, man, all Titans fans need to thank you for, for grinding because, I'm, you know, you, we all know you're hurting, bro. And he said he's dealing with, like, a nerve thing. And so anytime yeah, he, he gets – Anytime he gets hit a certain way, it just he goes he goes numb, and so that's why he has to come out until he gets the feeling back in his arm. I mean, it's amazing what those guys are dealing with. Well, I mean, look, if you've never been involved with you know professional athletes, which I have been half uh, over half of my adult life, the things they go through, especially in this game, is is really something. Uh, I told you what Richard Dent told me my first year when he was walking really slow about week. 13 or 14 up the hill to practice there at the old Hallis Hall. And I said, I asked him, I said, Colonel, are you going to be all right this weekend? He said, it takes a man to play 16. He said, I'll be there on <laughs> Sunday. I'm not ready right now. And so that's what happens. And that, that's the same way with Roger. I mean, I've been with Roger. I know, I know how yeah. tough he is and what he's going through. And you can tell when he takes a knee, he just, it, it's, you know, just, just imagine, you know, how bad it feels sometimes to hit your elbow on the edge of your car door or something and how that just, in shock waves. Just think about, you know, a 340 pounder slamming on you and what that does to it, especially if it's aggravated to begin with. So there, everybody's dealing with something right now. And so to grind through it is exactly, I mean, that, uh, you know, you talk about straining and you talk about grinding in the National Football League in December, that's exactly what everybody is doing. You walked us through um, uh, Trevor Lawrence's uh, interceptions. The one that I really loved was was the Christian Fulton one because Trevor made a great college read and throw there. Like his guy, like the ball was thrown perfectly, his guy had beaten his defender, but Christian Fulton made a play that Trevor Lawrence didn't anticipate because that's an NFL play where you come off your guy, you go 30 yards back and make the interception. I really enjoyed that one. Yeah, and, and it's, you, you bring up a great point. And Mike Vrabel, see, look, that was a transcontinental. That was a classic TRC and it was a transcontinental away from the throwing hand. Now, when you look, you really look at it, they were in a fishhook defense, which means they had three defensive linemen lined up to the defensive right. They were trying to fish, and, 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 and the, the other defender was lined up in a double wide nine on the left side. They were trying to fish hook that dude and chase him down, but they were trying to fish hook him away from his throwing hand. They got that done. Now, what happened is, is they were in thirds coverage, and the thing, the thing that Christian Fulton – as you said, Brent, and you saw it right, did such a great job of, once his man voided, instead of just sitting there and covering grass, he looked immediately to the backside for the TRC that was coming and was able to get back. And the best part about what he did, he had spatial awareness enough to get back, time his jump, and then he high-pointed it. He didn't wait for that thing to come down. That was a big-time NFL off-corner play. You know, we call that off-corner plays, and he was able to slough off, and you're 100% right. But all of that stuff was set up, you know, to be able to force that quarterback away from his throwing hand. And uh, that, that secondary really played well, and the front had a lot to do with it. But they really played well because all of those interceptions had something really nice involved in them that you said, okay, this is exactly what they practiced 
and you had some either great pattern reads or you had some really nice disguises. All of that stuff has to work this late in the season. There he is. He's Coach Mike breaking it down. Appreciate you. Mm -hmm. Is that it? That's it. (laughs) That's it, Coach Mike. Did Don go to Don? <laughs> yep, mentally I did. <laughs> did Don, did, did Don, okay, Don, go to the spa, please. Listen, <laughs> she's got like dark eyeliner on and and long fake eyelashes. Like she's hitting it hard. Look, there's there is nothing fake about Don Davenport. I'll tell you. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> see, see you, boys. Uh, see ya. Thanks, Coach Matt.